Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello, hello, hello. So glad and grateful to be with you in this moment. Yes, let us give thanks and let us begin with a prayer. So I invite you to take this breath with me, this breath of love and gratitude. Mm. Anchoring into that field of love that is our true identity. So grateful to remember that we are not separate from love. And we are grateful for things just as they are because divine order is at work in our lives. So in this moment, we take this holy breath of love and gratitude. We place our hand on our heart and we become wholehearted, wholeheartedly awake and aware to our divinity and the divinity of all life. So grateful and so thankful to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and remember our true identity. We are grateful and we are thankful right now to surrender, to make a holy offering of anything that obstructs our awareness. We are profoundly interested in knowing the truth that sets us free. So we are in this very moment dedicating ourselves to purity and clarity, pristine awareness of the truth. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Woo, yes. So, for those of you who are in the Living a Course of Miracles classes, and were in the classes with me last week, you know that we were focusing on healing, lack, and limitation. And this week, I have a workshop on healing the habits of self-sabotage. And if you're interested, those details are on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. So, The healing lack and limitation, I had such a focus on it, and I don't know about you, but I am feeling this quickening. It is quickening and quickening and quickening in my heart and mind, and I hope you're experiencing the same thing. Now, I was saying in my Masterful Living class the other day that this is a time of extraordinary light. There is more light being shined, shown in this world of illusion than ever before. And so what that does is think of this. So Course in Miracles talks about our thoughts, our projections, and our experience in life is a projection of our thinking. Our thought and our belief combine with such a power They activate such a power that it can literally move mountains. That's what A Course in Miracles teaches us in Chapter 2. So, 
imagine you're sitting in a darkened movie theater and you're watching a movie on the screen. It's so easy to become identified with what's going on in, on the screen. It can make our screen skin crawl. It can give us uh, nightmares, make us feel afraid. It can make us feel happy. We, we can weep with joy. I went to the movies the other night and saw a movie called The Perks of Being a Wallflower, which was a good movie. I, I really enjoyed it. And my friend next to me was weeping. <laughs> and uh, not in a bad way, but I think just because she identified with the character who was having a breakthrough. And uh, there was a, a, a lot of heartfelt authenticity written into that story. And so it was very touching. And in particular, it touched my friend. And so she was weeping. And so this is the effect that movies can have upon us. And the same is true for the movie of our life. So I, I find that one of the analogies that's very helpful is uh, the story of the Matrix, right? So Neo, the Keanu Reeves character, is in that pod. His body is in that pod. But his mind thinks that he's in the Matrix. He doesn't even know about the pod. And so it's an analogy for what's going on with us. We get identified with the body, we think we are a body. And so we think we have all these needs and wants. And we are not aware that we really are that I am presence that has no needs and no wants. Because all that we need is within us. Seek first the kingdom, and all else will be added unto you. Where is the kingdom? It's within. I know I might sound like a broken record on that, but I have to remind myself of it all the time because a feeling of wanting or needing can arise. And that's how I address it with the mind. I'm retraining the mind. Course in Miracles is a mind training system. And so I'm interested in retraining my mind to know only the truth and not to get caught in the illusion, but to have an experience of profound love and waking up within the illusion. So it's been done. Our master teacher, Jesus, has done it, right? And that was the message of his life. I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly to realize that we are eternal and that we do not die. Yes. So I'm interested in that same kind of experience, a full realization of the Christ consciousness, ascending in awareness, reaching that atonement, and awakening to eternal life. And I believe that we can do it while having a human experience, just as Jesus did it. And I also believe that we can awaken and ascend as part of our human experience without having to lay the body down like Jesus did or to ascend, resurrect and ascend and uh, no longer have a human experience. I believe we can continue the human experience that at this point in the matrix, if you will, <laughs> that Things are really shifting, and so more light is pouring into this world. Now, imagine this, that you're sitting in a darkened theater watching a movie, 
and it's very dark, so you're very engrossed in what's going on in the screen. You feel at one with it, attuned to it. And then the doors open and the light comes pouring in. Or even just someone turns on the lights. And now there's light in the movie theater. That is going to shift your experience, your relationship mentally and emotionally and even viscerally, physically with what's happening on the screen, isn't it? Of course it is. And that's what's happening to us now. There's so much light pouring into our third dimensional experience. It is the light of love. Love and light pouring into our experience, into our awareness. And so we're able to see more easily than ever before that indeed our human experience is a projection of the mind. It's a matrix, if you will, of time and space. But that doesn't make it real. Real is eternal. Real real is infinite. Real is unchanging. This is the teaching of A Course in Miracles. So, different people are having different experiences of this time of awakening and increased light in our awareness. For some people, what's happening is they can see more easily, oh, yes, this is a projection. Oh, I can work with this differently. I can shift my mind and change my relationship to the projection, to the experience. And I can focus more on what's real and remembering my true identity. That's what I'm interested in doing, and that's what I share in my classes. Now, for many people and the majority of people, this experience of increased light in their awareness is creating huge amounts of disturbance and distress. We see that all around us, don't we? And we see it in what's happening around the world in weather patterns and all earthquakes and all kinds of things like that because we're all one. We're all part of this same experience. And the weather patterns and what's going on in the earth is truly, uh, a, it's, it's influenced by our thinking. How could it not be? That is the truth about the world of form. So many people are feeling more disturbed mentally and emotionally right now. And many people are having experiences of loss and upset and confusion and the things that they thought were permanent, the things that they thought they could count on are dissolving and disintegrating and breaking away. So it's like there are earthquakes in our human experience, just as there are earthquakes in the earth. So there's lots of financial upset and challenge, all these things going on. I live in Los Angeles. There's the there's that you know and that that siren, right? Isn't that the perfect outpicturing of what I just said that many people are experiencing that kind of distress in their lives. So think of it this way. If in your life you have been holding on to a lot of unresolved stuff, could be blame could be shame, could be resentment, could be regret, 
could be thoughts of revenge, could be jealousy, could be hurt. All of these beliefs and thoughts, the meaning that we've made of things, if it's unresolved and unhealed, then it you can think of it as lurking or festering or simply hiding in our awareness for us to address, resolve, and dissolve with the help of our teacher, which is our own higher Holy Spirit self, our true identity. You could also invoke the Ascended Masters, the Archangels, as part of uh, that team <laughs> that's helping us, that we're one with. That It's not that they're different or separate than us. We're all together one. And so there are references to the Masters. There are references to angels and, of course, miracles. And you can find them. You'll come upon them from time to time. And so if people have been keeping that which they are confused by, that which they're upset by, that which they're distressed by in the dark, and now the light is pouring in, it's just like if you use your garage for storage and you have just one little dim bulb in there and you keep stacking more and more stuff in there. And some of it is maybe stuff that could become putrid or festering, moldy, mildewy. Then if you're not addressing it, because there's very little light in that garage and you just keep shoving more stuff in there and shoving more stuff in there thinking, well, this is the place where I store the things I don't like. This is the place where I store the stuff I don't know what to do with. This is the place I store the odd experiences, the odd parts, the the stinky stuff. And you just keep putting more of and more of it until the garage, until you've got a garage full of stinky, festering stuff that you don't know what to do with that kind of scares you and worries you. And now the light of love comes shining in, pouring in, taking the roof off and letting the light shine in to that garage stacked full. All of a sudden, you can see, oh my gosh, look what I have festering. Look what I have that's unresolved. Look what is stinking up the neighborhood. Now, we can go into judgment and think, how stupid was I to do this? How foolish was I? We can go into all kinds of judgments and negativity. That's the old pattern, right? That's what humanity has been doing forever. And if we're doing that, then we're totally identified with the ego, and we know it because we're feeling upset. Anytime we're feeling upset, then that's the clue that we're identified with the ego. But let us remember that Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So let us choose that teaching, and let us wake up right here and right now. And let that light pouring in be a wake-up call. It's always darkest before the dawn. Well, the dawn is here. So the darkness is coming to an end. Let us not cling to it. Let us not avoid it anymore. Let us not choose to make negative meaning of things and be an opinion and judgment. Let us heal that and all those habits right now.
And how do we do that? We become willing to partner up. Day in and day out, willing to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and place onto the holy altar anything that confuses us, anything that freaks us out. And all day long, we get all these warning signals every time we become identified with ego. So we can simply go partner up again, partner up again, partner up again. In all my classes, I share that the most healing thing in the world for me was the realization that I was trying to do it all on my own, and it was time for me to partner up. And so I started a hundred times a day saying, I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm not interested in the patterns of lack and attack. I am interested in my healing. I'm interested in my awakening. I'm interested in my enlightenment. And I'd like to be a beneficial presence in the world and share that goodness with everyone because I'm one with them. So knowing that every choice that I make affects everyone because I'm one with them, I'm interested in being a beneficial presence. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. It's not easy, but neither is suffering. Right? So right now, we are in this amazing period of extraordinary grace. It is the time of grace dawning in our hearts and minds. And now is the time for us to focus on the work that is at hand. So let's roll up our sleeves and dig in because we're doing it together. How wonderful is that? So it's time for me to go to a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and we're doing it together. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So, we're back and we're talking about all this transformation that's going on. There's an impetus for global transformation. And those who are realizing that this is their golden opportunity (laughs) in so many ways to transform their lives and to get on with it. They are having amazing breakthroughs and transformations and healings. And I'm so grateful because of the, the ministry that I offer and all the free classes and the transformational classes and workshops that I offer and the couple thousand prayer partners that I have around the world. I get emails all the time from people and people telling me all the time that they are having these breakthroughs. They are waking up. Things are shifting profoundly in their life. And this is, this is our time. This is the time for spiritual seekers to wake up and, as I say, smell the spiritual espresso <laughs> and to 
get on with it. This is a time for spiritual seekers to lead humanity rather than an industrial revolution. We are having a spiritual revolution. And we can only contribute to it our awareness. So every one of us is a spiritual teacher. We are teaching the efficacy of every choice that we make. We're teaching the efficacy of our spiritual practice. And it's interesting because I, on a regular basis, I encounter people who are spiritual students and seekers for many, many, many years. And just over the weekend, several people were telling me about wanting to manifest stuff and being so grateful because they were clear about now what they wanted. And one of the most fundamental teachings to me is that wanting and needing blocks the flow of divine insight, wisdom, and clarity. Wanting and needing that emotional energy blocks the clarity of divine insight and intuition. So, just having a sip of my spiritual espresso this morning. And this is a tough one. This is a tough one because many spiritual seekers, and, and this was me as well, are, are really tied to wanting and needing. We, we want to manifest, right? We watch the movie The Secret and we want to manifest and manifest and manifest stuff. And just uh, just yesterday, somebody came up to me and said, uh, started giving me a conversation about, they got clarity about what they wanted to manifest. I keep going back to the teaching, seek first the kingdom, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. Course in Miracles tells us we are the kingdom. So we're... We're being invited constantly, nudged by our own holiness to value that kingdom more than anything else. The treasure is within, says A Course in Miracles. So, the manifestation, if we're focusing on trying to manifest stuff, the only reason can be is we really think that that's necessary Remember, A Course in Miracles says, I need do nothing. I need do nothing. It's a difficult teaching to understand unless you really are interested in understanding it. If you're wanting and needing and craving, do you really want to understand, I need do nothing? I need do nothing is telling us that we will be guided and led to anything that we are that we can do that would bring benefit. There will be a divine impetus. But we need do nothing. We can do many things. There are many options available to us. And there can be great joy and satisfaction and spiritual alignment in doing. But we need do nothing. 
I know I've talked about this before, but it's, it's just so vital to understand this because we are relaxing the ego identification if we're wanting and needing to manifest stuff or circumstances in our life, then we are aligned with the ego. It's a different kind of relationship to demonstrating in this world that we have when we are moving from a divine intention. One of the teachings that I just treasure and love is the Ho'oponopono, ancient Hawaii indigenous teaching of the uh, the indigenous people there, Ho'oponopono. And uh, Dr. Hugh Lin, H-E-W-L-E-N, Hugh Lin, has the most beautiful teachings and he has the most wonderful videos at YouTube. And he's the uh, co-author of the book Zero Limits. And in that book, Hugh Lin tells us, that when we are aligned with spirit, when our mind is in tune with the infinite mind of love, then we're moving from divine inspiration and divine impetus by means of our intuition. And so everything that we do will be in that divine alignment. We don't need to have any intentions. We don't even need to have any goals. We can simply be in tune with the infinite. We'll be divinely guided and led if there's anything for us to do. But the ego's constantly pushing, 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 pushing to say we're unworthy. We are not good enough. And as long as we believe that we're unworthy and we're not good enough, we're going to think that we're lacking and so we need to do something <laughs> in order to validate ourselves but when we're in tune with the infinite we know that the kingdom is already given us there's nothing else to get we already have it there is nothing to get we already have it it's pre-installed and our responsibility our response ability is the joyful, joyful, joyful occupation <laughs> of expressing the kingdom in the world, discovering the kingdom in our heart, in our mind. And it is joyful work. It's, it's not easy until we get the hang of it. And so when we're in that needing, wanting, craving, we're aligned with the ego. Uh, I was speaking at Agape last night, uh, Sunday night rather, and um, over the weekend, and I was saying that I truly believe that the greatest illness in humanity is the mental illness that we're not worthy. And so many people are suffering from thinking that they're not worthy. And yet, the truth is that all are worthy. And if we believe that even one person is unworthy, then we will think that we are unworthy too. So this is why, for me, the teaching of non-judgment is key. To live in non-judgment is key. If I judge others, 
I will feel judged. The attacker always feels attacked, and the judger always feels judged. The attacker always feels attacked, and the judger always feels judged. The lover always feels beloved. And now is the time for us to step into that role and know ourselves as the beloved. This is our opportunity right now. It, the time has never been more graceful than it is right now. Yes, it's true. So this is why we gather together. And, you know, it's challenging because there are so many people who take spiritual teachings and they're teaching prosperity teachings like The Secret. And if people are trying to manifest stuff and they think that that's the answer, that's the testimony of their spiritual awareness is to be able to manifest like crazy, they could get very distracted. Could they not? Could they not? It's interesting, I I can remember when I first completed the practitioner training at Agape, one of the things I was interested in was becoming a master manifester. And it was at that time of the secret, and so I thought, yeah, that's, that's it, baby. I want to be a master manifester. But I just couldn't keep the energy going with it because I didn't want to focus on gathering stuff. Stuff is not that important to me. I'm really more interested in feeling free, feeling loving, feeling compassionate, feeling generous and kind and patient and aligned with the infinite and being in that state that Dr. Hugh Lynn talks about where you are so in line with the infinite that you don't have to have any goals or intentions. You can just simply be inspired by the love of God in every moment and be in that place of trust. So it's not that you wouldn't make plans or have goals, but you're not in that space of needing them in order to keep yourself on track. If what you are doing is you're allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal itself to you in your mind, and you're waking up to the expansiveness of your divinity and the divinity of all life, then the only real thing for us to do is to train our mind to see God in everyone, in everything, and to see every opportunity to be loving, to be kind, to be compassionate. And everything we need is already there for us to do that. We have so many opportunities to practice in every moment. And so it's about taking advantage of those opportunities, making the best use of them, the right use of them. It's about cultivating the humility to know that no one is better than, no one is less than. We're all one with. And just every single moment affords us so many opportunities to remember that and to wake up to that. How beautiful. How beautiful. I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful that A Course in Miracles really is so clear so clear that uh, we don't have to give up anything. There's no sacrifice. Uh, 
So we don't have to give up enjoying our stuff and having our stuff. Not at all. In the teacher's manual, Manual for Teachers, chapter 13, what is the real meaning of sacrifice? It says, its real meaning is a lesson. Like all lessons, it is an illusion. For in reality, there is nothing to learn. So we already know everything. We're remembering it. It takes great learning both to realize and to accept the fact that the world has nothing to give. What can the sacrifice of nothing mean? It cannot mean that you have less because of it. There is no sacrifice in the world's terms that does not involve the body. So Jesus said, you remember, you must lose your little life in order to awaken to eternal life. You must, you must lose your little life in order to awaken to your eternal life. So, Course in Miracles says there is no sacrifice in the world's terms that does not involve the body. So, therefore, we know it's not real because all sacrifice in this world, in terms of the ego, it's about giving up the things of this world. It says here, think a while about what the world calls sacrifice. Power, fame, money, physical pleasure. Who is the hero to whom all these things belong? Could they mean anything except to a body? Yet a body cannot evaluate. By seeking after such things, the mind associates itself with the body, obscuring its identity and losing sight of what it really is. So, this desire to be a master manifester is going to keep us tied to thinking we're a body. It's going to keep us tied to thinking our identity is in the illusion. Now remember, seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you, including the ability to manifest whatever is needed whenever you need it. So the fastest path to manifestation is through spiritual awakening. To me, that seems quite clear. Power, fame, money, physical pleasure. Who is the hero to whom all these things belong? The body. Could they mean anything except to a body? By seeking after such things, the mind associates itself with a body. Once this confusion has occurred, it becomes impossible for the mind to understand that all the pleasures of this world are nothing. But what a sacrifice, and it is a sacrifice indeed, all this entails. So the, the only real sacrifice is if we sacrifice heaven in order to have the pleasures of the body. So it's interesting, we can experience extraordinary joy and pleasure through identifying with our true self, our holy self, the Holy Spirit. It pales in comparison to the pleasures of the body. But the pleasures of the body and the pains of the body are very distracting. And this is why it's a mind training system. So if we're training our mind to be master manifestors, it's like we're looking for heaven where it can never be found. When we are identified the bo- with the body, 
It says, now has the mind condemned itself to seek without finding, to be forever dissatisfied and discontented, to not know what it really wants to find. So I'm inviting you during this break to think about how much energy you invest in wanting and needing things for the body. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and we'll be right back. Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. When you truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks, So we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're talking about the meaning of sacrifice, and uh, just before we dive back into that, uh, I'd like to 
mention if you're listening to this radio show for the very first time, welcome. So glad to have you with us. And I just completed an eight-week, 16-class extravaganza (laughs) on A Course in Miracles. And our theme was true healing and lasting transformation. And man, oh man, it was good. And I'd like to let you know that uh, this was the fourth series of free classes that we've done with such folks as Gary Renard and John Mundy and Tammy Keeves and Rhonda Britton and Paul Farini and all kinds of teachers over the last two years have participated in these classes. It's just been extraordinary and wonderful. And uh, each one of these series, uh, if you didn't get to participate in the free classes, you can purchase them after the fact, and they're actually quite inexpensive given given how fantastic they are. So for as little as $87, you can get all the downloads and all the transcripts for uh, 16 classes. So there were four different Living a Course in Miracles sets of classes. And uh, you can get them for as little as $87, 16 classes and transcripts, audios and the transcripts. I think that's a bargain. And then you get some incredible bonuses. So uh, one of the bone, just one of the many bonuses when you purchase this last Living A Course in Miracles series is um, the workshop that I'm doing this Saturday which you can purchase on its own. It's Healing the Habits of Self-Sabotage. And all the information is on the events page at jenniferhadley.com, the events page. So the self-sabotage workshop information is there, and you can register online for Saturday's workshop. Also, to let you know what's coming up starting next week, November 7th, my seven-week spiritual boot camp class. It's called Finding Freedom. This class is deeply and seriously, profoundly, joyfully transformative. And you can read all about it, read all the testimonials, and get some free downloads and all kinds of stuff at jenniferhadley.com on the Finding Freedom page. And you can get there from the homepage. Also, if you visit jenniferhadley.com, you'll see my Get Over It workshop is there for free and my daily blog, my daily spiritual espresso, lots and lots of free stuff. So I invite you to take a few minutes and go check out jenniferhadley.com and get your free stuff and consider if you're interested in this mind training and disciplining your mind. And you're, you're really interested in moving ahead in your spiritual growth, but you don't have a plan. You're not in a program that's really kicking your butt and really working. Then you might benefit from taking Finding Freedom, my spiritual boot camp, which comes with a money back guarantee. How cool is that? You can read all about it on the website there. And we start November 7th. This is the last one of the year. And for those of you who are interested in taking my year-long Masterful Living class, please consider taking Finding Freedom Freedom first. It will make your experience in Masterful Living uh, much deeper, and you, you'll be glad that you did. And if not, you've got a money-back guarantee. So, <laughs> 
that's that's pretty easy to to figure out, isn't it, right there? So lots of free stuff too, jenniferhadley.com and at iTunes. Uh, abundanza in the free stuff. Uh, I love to share the free stuff. So what is the real meaning of sacrifice? We're talking about that. We're talking about manifestation. It says here that if we get entranced with the pleasures of the body, the mind has condemned itself to seek without finding and to be forever dissatisfied and discontented. So the body can be satisfied or contented for a short term. And it's at the expense of the satisfaction of the mind. Peace is of the mind. Peace is not based on the pleasures of the body. Peace doesn't have anything to do with the body. It's a spiritual quality of the mind. So is abundance. So is prosperity. So is wholeness and harmony and freedom and joy and clarity, wisdom. These don't have anything to do with the body. And yet we get wrapped up in trying to manifest these spiritual qualities with the body. However, when we seek to know them with the mind, they can't help but manifest with the body. So if you're interested in experiencing true abundance and prosperity, seek it with the mind, not with the body. It's the fastest path to cash, literally. (laughs) So true. And yet, how many people are aware of that? It says here in the chapter 13 of the Manual for Teachers, who can escape this self-condemnation, the self-condemnation of the dissatisfaction and the discontentment because of pursuing the pleasures of the body rather than the clarity of the mind? Only through God's word could this be possible, for self-condemnation is a decision about identity, and no one doubts what he believes he is. He can doubt all things, but never this. So, if we are focused on pleasuring the body and protecting the body, then we are recognizing that it's increasing our identification with the body, If we believe we're a body, then we are going to feel unworthy because our spirit knows better. And so our spirit's always giving us intuitive reminders to wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. If we keep hitting the snooze button, then the the body and the physical body, the emotional body will both work together under the direction of the spirit to sound the alarm so we will feel emotionally and physically and mentally distressed if we continue to choose identification with the body. So, you see, all things work together for good. There is only divine will. And because of that, if we continue to choose the ego and identification with the ego and the body, same thing, 
we're going to be upset. We're going to be distressed. And there will be no peace. Peace is not of the body. It's of the mind. However, we'll experience the peace in the body when we experience it in the mind. Hmm. <sighs> Sacrifice and manifestation. We must be willing to give up and heal all addictions, compulsions, temptations, and attachments. We can do that healing gracefully and willingly. It is the ego that keeps them going as a form of self-sabotage. It's a form of rebellion and expression of separation. That's why I'm doing this workshop on Saturday on healing the habits of self-sabotage. Because when we are convinced we're a body, when we're thinking we're unworthy of the kingdom which is within, and so we're trying to manifest things in the world rather than seek first the kingdom, it's going to be a life experience of a constant stream of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is how the ego slows our spiritual growth down. Oh my goodness, I could go on and on about this. You can tell I'm pumped from my workshop this weekend. All right, it's time for us to tune within and pray. Gosh, it goes by so fast, doesn't it? So I'm inviting you to place your hand on your heart. And let us all remember that we are spirit, pure spirit. This is our true identity. And this day, we are declaring that we're listening to the I am that I am. And we are grateful that no matter how loud the body seems to scream, the I am is always able to make itself heard if we're interested in listening. In grace and gratitude, we declare ourselves worthy of our true identity. We declare ourselves worthy of the message of the I am that's always speaking to us. We share the benefits of our healing and expansion with everyone. And we are grateful and thankful to accept our healing and let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Happy Halloween. <laughs>